This is Dollars and Change, a podcast about the intersection of business and social impact. Brought to you by the Wharton Social Impact Initiative. Welcome to Dollars and Change. I'm Katherine Klein. I'm a professor at the Wharton School, where I'm also the Vice Dean for Social Impact. And I'm delighted to be talking today about impact investing with my colleagues at University of Chicago Booth School of Business uh, and at Harvard Business School. So I'll be joined today with Rob Gertner. He's a professor at Booth, where he's also the Joel Gamunder Professor of Strategy and Finance and the John Edwardson Faculty Director of the Restandi Center for Social Sector Innovation. Uh, and Sean is at Harvard Business School, where he's a professor of finance He teaches and conducts research on financial services, social enterprise, and impact investing, and he also leads the Harvard Social Impact Collaboratory. And uh, and for me, at least, uh, these uh, these two are my partners in crime. We're uh, working on creating the Impact Finance Database to fuel research on impact investing. So thanks for joining me. We're excited for us to talk about our research collaboration, what we're doing, what impact investing is, what we hope to learn. So, Sean, let me uh, ask you to kick it off. What's impact investing? Great question, Catherine. And this is a little bit tricky because there's no single uniform definition of uh, investing for impact. But I think there's a growing recognition that it's the idea of impact investing is deploying capital to achieve both financial and social returns with an intention to achieve social returns and a framework for measuring and managing those social or environmental impacts. So, Sean, you mentioned social returns. I think most of us have a pretty good sense of what we mean by financial returns. What do we mean by social and environmental returns? Well, one example would be uh, Double Bottom Line, which is a venture capital fund uh, that was founded in California over a decade ago. And it seeks to generate support businesses that generate local employment, especially in areas that have high unemployment and seeks to support firms that will have a positive impact on the environment. So for example, they were an early investor in Tesla at the point where the the rest of the auto industry was giving up on electric vehicles. Uh, They they helped helped Tesla grow and eventually transform the industry. So they would argue that they got top quartile economic returns with their first uh, fund, but they also had a a big impact on the environment. Great, And, and Rob, Impact investing seems to be growing rapidly. How would you describe the the growth we're seeing in impact investing, and what do you think explains that growth? It's great to be with both of you today. Um, It has been growing rapidly, and I think there's sort of a growing realization among investors as well as just citizens generally that you need not compartmentalize the all aspects of one's life and think about your business activities, your professional activities, and your investing activities separately from the way in which you think you can have social impact. So I think people um, aren't fundamentally changing in the extent that they care about social and environmental problems, but are thinking and having the ability to um, have an impact on those issues through not just philanthropic activities or volunteering activities, but also um, through their investing activities. And I think, um, you know, the investor side also goes hand in hand with uh, companies themselves. Companies and entrepreneurs are thinking more and more about not just caring about financial returns, but also having an impact. And impact investors are there to invest in those companies. 
It's uh, what you say absolutely resonates with what we see at Wharton. And I, I think what you're seeing at your schools, when we see the, the level of student interest in uh, going into impact investing, uh, but also in social enterprise. So they're thinking about, you know, they're thinking about how do I invest in these kinds of companies that have a positive impact uh, and or how do I create uh, those kinds of companies and and or work for those those companies that have a positive impact and sustainable financial performance as well. I'm curious, Sean, if you'll tell us a little bit more about your a little bit about your course on impact investing, and then we'll dig into our research. But what are you what are you teaching in this course? What are you seeing is particularly compelling for students when you teach on impact investing? So uh, I've had the pleasure with Vikram Gandhi, who's a senior lecturer at HBS, to develop a second year MBA course on investing for risk, return, and impact. And the course is divided into modules on public markets, private markets, uh, measurement, and making change. And we're seeing tremendous student interest in this. I think it's something that resonates them with them very personally. I think they see that finance can be a powerful tool to address uh, social problems, and it's quite a popular class uh, at, at HBS. And we're seeing widespread adoption of the teaching material we, we develop uh, throughout the, the, the business schools uh, in the U.S. and around the world. So there does seem to be a lot of student excitement and student energy around these topics. That's great. So one of the things that, that we're trying to do, our three schools are trying to do together, is really collect uh, a lot of data on impact investing and particularly impact investing funds in venture capital and private equity. Uh, and, you know, to date, there's not been a lot of academic research uh, on impact investing in private markets. As, as I say to people, you know, the challenge is they're private uh, and getting access to these uh, to, to in-depth uh, financial performance and other kinds of information on these funds has been has been difficult and certainly labor intensive. Um, so our three institutions have joined forces rather than competing to collaborate and, and pull this off and do this together. Um, Sean, I guess I'll throw it to you. What kinds of data are you particularly excited that we're collecting? Uh, and, and then what are the kinds of questions that that have drawn you to this this collaboration? It's a it's a tough one. I mean, it's <laughs> we're doing a lot of work of you know, to, to, to find the data. It's not, it's not easy research. I, I think what's so exciting about this field is you have such strongly held views on both sides of the spectrum. So uh, you have Mark Andreessen saying, reportedly saying impact investing is like a houseboat. It's not a very good house or a very good boat. And on the other hand, you have funds like TPG Rise quickly raising billions of dollars with the promise of achieving both social and financial returns. So academics, I think, are naturally a pretty skeptical a bunch, and so they are very interested in getting systematic data to understand uh, these questions. So we have some early evidence about the returns from impact investing using data scraped from public sources, but as you said, uh, these markets are private. And it's very hard to get comprehensive data either at the fund level or at the portfolio company level. So I'm very excited uh, about our efforts to work together uh, as a team to build a database that will be useful not just for us, but, but for the Academy uh, in general, to really understand what are the financial returns of impact investing, what are the risks, uh, the risk profile of these investments, and then also to increasingly start to make progress on measuring and understanding how these uh, funds and portfolio companies can create impact. And and Rob, can you can you add and talk about how you would envision um, 
the kind of academic research, the kinds of findings that, that we hope to uh, you know, create, the questions we hope to answer. How will this work influence practice, do you think? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think, I think, you know, the academic questions are clearly of great interest and great, great import. But I also think that, you know, the question that Sean raised, the houseboat analogy is, is a very important one. And it's an important one for the field because, you know, investors are going to have to think hard about, about how they choose to, um, to invest the role that, that impact ought to have in their investing strategy. And for funds and for the whole field to be successful in the long term, a deep understanding of that and transparency about that and good, good data to understand how these trade-offs work are really essential. So I think the field really needs to be able to address these questions and only with comprehensive data collection and analysis will that really be possible. So I think, you know, what's really exciting about this opportunity is that it both allows academics to address these questions, but also really can play a very important role as this field um, grows and evolves. That's great. I mean, one of the terms I'll just add a little bit here, um, you know, one of the, the, the phrases I like to use describing our work is that you know, we aspire to be honest brokers in the field. Um, and, and, and I think I, that's important to say because obviously we have, we wouldn't be doing this research if we weren't pretty interested in impact investing and the promise of impact investing. It's, you know, we're not, we're not utter skeptics as we approach this, but I think from our, uh, are not skeptics, utter skeptics by any means, but I think as we approach this as researchers, you know, we're committed to, to, to being honest brokers and communicating, yes, these claims are accurate, huh? You know, these claims and these hopes, we don't think they're true. Uh, and really being able to, to cut through some of the confusion and the skepticism and the hype that we see around impact investing um, yeah. with a goal, ultimately, you know, I think we all hope of, of uh, moving capital and moving solutions. But as I said, balancing that with this role of being honest brokers. Um, and the other thing I would say as I think about our work is, you know, while there are uh, reports from industry groups, consulting groups, they don't dig into, you know, they haven't yet, there's a lot of questions that have not yet been answered around the, for example, the, the tremendous diversity we see in impact investing funds, in their size, in their focus, in their experience. Uh, and we don't really know, you know, what, what are the differences between these funds? When you talk, John, about, um, you know, funds that have in mainstream investors that have gotten into impact investing, how does their focus, how does their diligence, how does their, how do their financial goals and financial performance compare to earlier and smaller funds? We don't know. And so I hope we can answer some of those questions as well to, to you know, tease apart the variability in this, in this, uh, in this field. As you think about this, this research, how hard do you think uh, it is to, uh, to participate? How, you know, what's in it for funds? Is this, is this arduous? Let's talk a little bit about um, what, what we've, we've done to create this. I mean, I'll, I'll start and say um, we've spent an awful lot of time, I've spent an awful lot of time uh, creating a survey that is, we hope, really easy and efficient and interesting for, uh, for fund managers to answer so we can learn an awful lot about, you know, how they do due diligence, what their goals are, uh, what kinds of experiences they have with investors 
you know, are, to what extent do they find investors are seriously committed to impact? Um, you know, we, we see an awful lot of attention to um, impact measurement. Are, to what extent are investors asking for that? What kinds of investors? We hear about um, patient capital. What does that actually mean and what are funds doing in these spaces? So part of what we're doing is is a survey uh, to get at these questions. And we're also looking at uh, kind of financial financial documents, legal documents, impact reports. Um, so Sean, perhaps you could talk more about the, the experiences of funds and, and how you hope funds will respond as we continue our outreach. Yeah, I, I, th I think one thing that I would like to emphasize is how exciting this collaboration is. You know, we have Wharton, uh, Chicago and Harvard uh, working together and, from my perspective, this was born from a, an, an industry conference I was at, and folks were saying, Sean, you know, we love that you're interested in doing research on impact investing, but it seems like two dozen other people are, and we get a, a survey request every every few weeks, and we just don't have the time or the capacity to manage all of this. You, you academics need to get your acts together. Uh, so uh, Catherine and Rob and I uh, and Josh Jeffers, uh, who's now at Chicago as well, uh, met and had had a number of conversations and sort of figured out an approach where we could collaborate and use the, the respective strengths of each of our institutions to make this both as easy as possible for investors, but as also as useful as possible uh, for investors. So we spent a lot of time workshopping uh, the survey and, and the report with impact investors themselves. We said, if you participate in the survey, we'd like to return some benchmarking information so you can understand how you compare to your peers and deliver some real value uh, for you as, as, as an organization. And I would say that you know, our, our research goal is not just to understand these deep questions, but to really also understand the practice. What approaches seem to be more effective, seem to be more successful? We can turn this into lessons for industry, into teaching material, and help advance uh, the practice of impact investing. I think the other another piece we need to emphasize is that, of course, we're gathering sensitive confidential data, and we take that responsibility very, very seriously. Uh, you know, I think as, as business school professors, we've all worked with uh, enormously sensitive data, and um, that's, you know, that's, that's something we take very seriously and allows us to do, to do uh, important and meaningful research. Um, and Rob, I think you wanted to add some points on, on yeah, I think, this effort. Um, I think there are uh, a number of ways to think about the way funds will get a lot of value out of this. I think for one thing that, you know, although in fact investing is growing rapidly, it still remains a fairly small percentage of the investing universe. And I think that the opportunity for it to grow a great deal is substantial. And um, in order for that to happen, I think there needs to be a really deep understanding about the structure, the returns, the way in which it has impact. And having sort of unbiased, relatively complete data is an essential is an essential part of making making that happen. The other thing that I think is really interesting here is that um, to a large extent, maybe it's a bit of a caricature, but the structure of impact funds seem to have started out to look like very much like traditional funds with just impact added on. And I think as this um, domain is evolving rapidly, um, there's a fair amount of innovation associated with like the contracts between general partners and limited partners, the relationships between the fund and the firms it's investing in. 
And being able to collect that information and share and understand what's working well, how impact is managed and how it's measured, all of those features beyond just kind of financial returns are really going to be essential for um, funds and investors to make smart choices as they grow and evolve. Rob, we've been we've been talking about our goals for this research, and uh, you know I know that there is certainly work at at Wharton and at Booth and at, at all of our business schools where we can where we know we have a track record of collecting data, analyzing data that uh, changes practice. So as you think about our work and you think about work in the field and at Booth, you know. Give us those examples that say, you know, we've done this in the past. We think we can do this in the future. Sure. I think the clearest example of this is CRISP, which really was a, an academic project that led to really having this enormous impact on the practice of finance. So the systematic collection of securities prices, um, which is what CRISP uh, did, really allowed for the whole field of finance to become more data-driven and empirical. And we aspire to something like that kind of impact, even having a small fraction of that kind of impact in the field of um, impact investing would be would be enormous, and I think is really the opportunity here. And, and what does CRISP stand for? The Center for Research and Securities Prices. And I, and I think of, of words at Wharton, uh, Wharton Research Data Services, uh, as another example of you know, how, how Wharton makes data available for research uh, and data on it on a great range of topics. And, and we should add that that's our aspiration as well. So we're putting in a lot of sweat equity uh, and you know, personal uh, capital into this data collection and research effort. But our aspiration is ultimately to share this data set um, you know, in an anonymized, uh, entirely confidential form, but to make the data available to researchers around the world. I mean, what we're seeing in impact investing, we know, you know from research colleagues around the world is there's huge interest, not just in the U.S., but, but abroad, uh, and not just at our business schools, but at many business schools. And, and I would add, you know, one of the things I love about this topic is the extent to which it's, we've talked about the finance angle and you both are, are finance professors. I'm a professor of management and you know the management questions that come out when we think about impact investing are also just compelling. You know, Can you really pursue profit and purpose? How do you do that? What kinds of employees do you need? What kinds of talents do they have uh, to pull this off? What kind of reward systems do you put in place? To, to do this? How do you gain a competitive edge through the, the kinds of people you are managing and the kinds of cultures you're building within these impact investing funds? So, you know, my aspiration and, and belief is that the data we're collecting um, will change practice and inform practice and also really be of, of, of great value in research and teaching, not just in finance, but across many areas of business schools. I would say another really exciting aspect of this research is we're seeing the trends that are impact in impact investing permeate throughout the, the entire economy. So public companies, large private companies, debt markets are all starting to focus on impact and purpose and, and measurement. And I think that these data represent a really important laboratory for understanding how, how these forces might affect uh, business overall. Great. I would also add to that that I think one of the, the interesting things that we're already seeing in impact investing 
is the evolution of how people think about impact. So certainly, uh, you know, in the in the last six months where we've seen an awakening in this country among many to issues of racial justice, um, we're seeing more and more impact investors and others say, how do we use finance as a tool for racial justice? So, you know, my sense is it'll be awfully interesting to track over the years where where are impact investors focusing, where are they able to achieve impact and where are they able to achieve financial returns as you know, as the priorities for impact you know, evolve over time. So I'm excited about that potential as well. Uh, so thank you. It's wonderful to work with you. Uh, wonderful to talk with you. And, um, you know, we hope that that if anyone listening, reading about our work would like to uh, learn more about this project, and particularly if you're an impact investing fund manager, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to uh, partner with you and, and include your data in the impact finance database so we can do this exciting work that we're talking about. So thank you. And, and thank you, Rob and Sean. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure. Dollars and Change is brought to you by the Wharton Social Impact Initiative. To learn more, visit us at socialimpact.wharton.upenn.edu.